Live from Hollywood, California, it's the Nighttime Show. Tonight we have our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. Our very special guest, star of Mad TV, Futurama, Pulp Fiction, Samurai Jack, voiced more superheroes than you could shake the Infinity Gauntlet at, and the upcoming Goblins animated, Mr. Phil Lamar. And now, the host of the nighttime show, the only thing that scares him is the ultimate nullifier, Mr. Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah, that is correct, and uh, welcome, and thank you, and Phil Lamar is here. This is outrageous. This is a huge deal. This is a big deal for us. <laughs> this is a big is situation. It? Is it? It is. It it's is. a big yeah. deal. Uh, a career uh, that, that, that spans... The, I am old as dirt. You, you, you've done everything, and um, uh, and you've worked on uh, a million projects and things and shows and stuff that I, I mean, I've been a fan of you for longer than I've known you. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and then I've and then I've gotten to work with you. I know uh, we've repeated, worked We've worked together a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes uneven things we don't even know that we're working on, <laughs> and we end up working on together. So uh, I'm big fan. Uh, thank you again so much for coming. Oh, thanks man. for this having is me. Super man. super cool. Um, uh, but I know we all have questions. So before but before we get into it, let's talk about the the project you're currently working on. That's the Kickstarter that's happening right now. Yes, um, I'm working on an animated show called Goblins, um, mm-hmm. which is based on a friend of mine's web comic of the same name, oh. and we're crowdfunding the money to make our our trailer so that we can because it's sort of a unique thing. It's set in the D and D world. You okay. Know? Whoa. It's, it's mm-hmm. like a you know you know the the warriors and the wizards and they go on an adventure or what. But in ours, the goblins, the little monsters that you basically just chop the heads off to get mm-hmm. experience points and move uh, on, yeah. yeah, they're the adventurers. Oh, oh okay. wow. The goblins decide to be, you know, warriors and monks mm-hmm. and, you know, and paladins. And they say, like, why are we sitting here getting our asses kicked? Yeah. Why don't we get stronger and better? And so that's the premise of our story. And it's such a great concept. It's such a great comic strip. And... We've got an amazing cast. I didn't tell you this. No, I don't know anything about this. I, uh, my buddies from Futurama, Billy West, oh Maurice LaMarche. What? Uh, Tara Strong. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, Matthew Mercer from uh, Critical Role in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Steve Bloom, yeah. Jennifer Hale, both of whom Holy hold Guinness God. World Records for having being the most uh, roles in video games. Wow. wow. You know? Wow. And... Oh, we, actually, we just announced um, my friend Deborah Wilson from Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Ralph Garman is mm-hmm. gonna is be doing a voice yeah, in it, dude. and we've got some other amazing people who we haven't even announced yet. Oh my, that's God. awesome! That's, that's a great an lineup. Amazing cast! I know. Holy shit! Oh, man. It's that's so unbelievable! Oh my God! That's so incredible! When, once man. it goes. You'll all have to come back and do the video game version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that would, that would be keep interesting. the record going. You know. Well, it's funny because um, my friend Terrell, who does the comic, is also uh, you know a game master, a dungeon master. So, oh, okay, yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah, we could very could easily make this into a game. Oh yeah. my god! So if everyone incredible. out there would donate six D four dollars to the Kickstarter campaign, <laughs> there you go. It'll be so a natural twenty, baby. Six D four. Yeah, we're over at um, Indiegogo. It's called Goblins Animated, mm-hmm. or you can just go to our website, goblinsanimated.com. What is so, so it's an indie? It's an Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and what's the what's the name of the campaign? So when people look uh, it up? Goblins Animated Second mm-hmm. Edition. Very cool. Oh, for Very for cool. all the D and D nerds out yeah. there. Yeah. And what's your so what's your character? 
Um, I voice the character of complains of names. See, because in, in a goblin <laughs> tribe, uh, sort of like uh, you know indigenous tribes, mm -hmm. um, they are named after their you know physical traits or you know something in their destiny. Just like the Smurfs. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. like there's one one guy named Big Ears. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's well, funny because Terrell Very likens creative names. <laughs> he likens the show. He says it's like Smurfs meets Game of Thrones <laughs> or the playground in third grade. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Big Ears, One Eye, Why? and my guy's complains of names because like. What kind of a name is that? <laughs> I mean, the guy's name is Dies Horribly. You named him that, and now he lives in constant fear. <laughs> At least name him lives in constant fear. Exactly. <laughs> no, he knows there's a bad ending coming. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds great. That's, That's amazing, man. Well, uh, everyone should go and donate yeah, to it. It's yeah, we got awesome. we got to make this thing happen. That is incredible. Such <laughs> yeah. an what an amazing cast. Just the people to get, to, get to hang out yeah. with and work with. Like, yeah, it's funny. Crazy. Steve Bloom. You know, we were you know talking to people and introducing. He's like, just do a little video introducing your character. And he's like looking at the other people and he's like, oh my god, Billy West. You know, Maurice Lamarche, Matthew Mercer. Please donate to this just so I can work with them. Yeah, yeah. 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 seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, uh, do you ever have, uh, do you ever audition for stuff where they're like, we're looking for a Phil Lamar type? Have you ever had that? <laughs> or like, they're looking for a type, but it's a character that you've already played. Have you ever had that happen? Yes. I've actually had to re-audition for parts I've played. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. What was it? Uh, on Castle. Mm -hmm. I played yeah. a, um, you know, police psychologist, you know, who, you know, like interviewed a, you know, suspect or something. And then... Casting called my agent and said, uh, we're shaking Phil's avail. His character showed up in the script. And then the next day, they called, actually, <laughs> we just wanted to let you know that um, we're actually sending out a casting notice for the role. Phil's welcome to come in. <laughs> oh. Holy crap. What did you do? Did you go in? My not? agent was like, fuck them. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll go in. Mm -hmm. wow. I mean, look, dude, I've been doing this a long time. And I have sucked Plenty of times, sure. Yeah, and never gotten a do-over. Yeah, yeah. Like, when do you ever get a chance? Like, wow, you really sucked. Bye bye. Like, yeah. nobody ever says yeah. you really sucked. Can we try it again? Yeah. And so I went in, auditioned again, and got the part. Yeah. Wow. And what's funny is that's like I think that's the chief complaint that actors have is like, I'm flexible. I did it. I gambled on this direction because I thought this right. is what you might like. Yeah. But if you give me another way to go, I can do it. Exactly. You know? yeah. So, yeah, having yeah, that opportunity. Like, is oh, great. you made a mistake once. Yeah. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I went in for a, an audition a couple months ago and they the they were looking for a uh, John DiMaggio type. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. and, and I'm sitting there in the waiting room with all these other VO guys waiting right. and John DiMaggio walked <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I go, well, we should just leave. Like, shouldn't we just leave? <laughs> Absolutely I not. Go, Why are we auditioning no, for the dude, same thing as you? Dude, your, you never yeah. get the part that's written for you. No. Right. Like, right. you know John did not get that part. Totally. Because totally. if they're asking for a type. Right. They don't know what they want because they exactly. would have just hired him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. well, we don't really want... I mean, I remember, what was it? I was doing, uh, there was an Avengers cartoon and I did, I did the part of Jarvis. Okay, Mr. Yeah. Stark, you're on at 90% uh, battery. You know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. And they were doing a, a game, okay. you know, yeah. uh, an Iron Man mask where the Jarvis would speak to you. Mm -hmm. And I remember going in, and there was like some guy from the toy company on the phone, and he was British. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, I've, actually, I thought I should be playing this role because, I mean, I actually <laughs> speak mm -hmm. with a British accent, but apparently they like yours better. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because. 
they don't want a real British accent. Yeah. Yeah. They right. want their idea of yeah. a British accent. It's, sure. like, it's sure. like those totally. Outback, Outback Steakhouse commercials. You're like, right. none of those people are actually Australian. Yeah. You know that. No. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> kind of sounding Aussie, but because if they were really Australian, you couldn't understand them. Right, yeah. Well, and also, <laughs> I dated an Australian for no three years, and for three <laughs> years, when she'd call me on the phone, I had no idea what she was saying. Yeah. No idea. For three years, no oh, hey, I'm going to get the old flag with hey. I'm like, I'll meet you there. You know, why'd you stand me up? I was like, I had no idea where you were. Why'd you stand? Me up? But yeah, I mean, when they ask for a John DiMaggio type, they don't want John DiMaggio. Wow. They want someone that reminds them of John DiMaggio. <laughs> right. They want their own John DiMaggio. Exactly. Because yeah. they feel like John DiMaggio already has. He's already yeah. somewhere else. The other right, reason is know. if they're cheap and they don't want to pay him. Right. So they want somebody right. to get for scale that's kind of like him. Right. I remember Ari Shafir talking about it. He used to do a ton of commercials before he was doing stand-up. Right. And he was very much a type, you oh, know, okay. and yeah. like Jufro glasses, skinny guy yeah, he type. He Coke commercials. And he did thousands, oh, of, yeah. it seemed oh, like, God. just endless commercials. And he, did I he typed him, out? Uh, no, he just got better at stand-up, I guess, okay. <laughs> eventually, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember him telling me, he was like, my fantasy is to call everyone from my type in and have them all murdered. <laughs> and, then, and then I can just yes. be the only, the only one, one left in my type. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so brilliant. Um, well, we're going to play a quick game. Uh, oh, cool. It's a, it's how uh, we always start things like this. Um, and, the, and we're going to we'll sing. You, Mike and I will sing the intro. <laughs> it's called uh, – <laughs> the game is called Is IMDB Right? <laughs> all right. Ready? Yep. Ready? Three, two, one. Is I M D B right? That's pretty good. I am having private parts flashbacks. W N B C. W N. Clearly, we do this all the time. No, this theme song. We always do that. We'll do another one. We'll do another. Thirty years. Here we go. It says IMDb says that your first credit of your entire career, the first job you ever had in television or film. Right. Was on the Mr. T television series cartoon. where you pl- cartoon where you yeah. played Woody. Is that true? That is technically correct. Yeah. Okay. It's the best kind there, of correct. There, there was <laughs> the best kind of correct. Um, there was, in fact, a job I had before that, um, but it never aired. Ooh, okay. and what right. was that? What was that? Um, there, HBO, back when it was still just TV, <laughs> right. um, had this idea for a celebrity interview show f- with kids. Mm-hmm. And they had done a pilot before called Dolly Parton Meets the Kids. <laughs> and it was, it was horrifying. It, it was sounds like, awesome. It was all these kids like <laughs> laying around on couches with like soft focus Dolly, what was it like growing up in Tennessee? It was like completely- oh, so the kids interviewed. The- yes. Okay, so it's the opposite of what Art Linkletter and Bill Cosby did. Uh, yes. I can't forget the name of the was, show. Right. Was, yeah. Kids say the darnest things. It's right. like the opposite. It of was that. kids interview, but the-, the whole point of kids is the kids say funny things. You got to talk to it the kids. It was so canned. It was just like <laughs> awful. Yeah. It was, All right, this doesn't work. So they went around to. Uh, <laughs> this this is, I grew up in LA, but you did a great job playing Dolly Parton. Well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ah, how are you doing? <laughs> I wasn't in that one. Um, they rebooted it, and <laughs> well, of course, yeah, yeah exactly. you don't want to. 
Yeah, you're don't want to let up an idea like that go away. Yeah, when it works, it works. You know, you got to do what you got to do. And they went around to private schools in the L.A. area to the drama departments. Like, do yeah. you have kids? And my drama teacher recommended me. And me and another buddy of mine from school went and we got cast in this show called Chevy Chase Meets the Kids. <laughs> and we then spent two months training yeah. to interview Chevy Chase. What? Wow. Whoa. So, because they wanted us to improvise and to be natural. So, of course, yeah. they wouldn't. For two months, they drill you exactly. to be natural. <laughs> it's like, okay, the thing you did in uh, Run Through Seven, that one question, hold on to that one. Lose everything else. Now, let's, let's start with number eight. Yeah. Like, they had people coming in there. Oh, my God. Like, guys from Lampoon wow. and comedy writers, like, standing in for Chevy. Mm-hmm. We never actually met Chevy until <laughs> the night. We take like we're well, there. You don't want to lose the spontaneity of that show. Then he comes in. Oh my god! And yeah, so I was. Was he a difficult interview? Um, he was. He wasn't difficult. <laughs> I mean, because it was a show. Because it's, it's like, weird that you bring that. Up. I remember watching a Nickelodeon show right. where it was like, not you can't do that on television, but right after it, there was a show that was like kid news. Right. And they had some girl interview Chevy Chase in a forest, and he's not wearing a shirt. He's just wearing, what? like, vinyl what? shorts. Oh and, like, God. you could tell he did it last minute. And he was so cagey with her. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. answering any questions. And then finally she asked you, he was like, I'll give you one free one. <laughs> like, 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 one where I'm not going to fight you on it, right. basically. And the girl's like, um... Who's your favorite person on Saturday Night Live? And he was like, I'm not on that show anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. So Are awful. you serious? It was just awful. And the kid was like, well, that was Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Cut back to the studio. The other kids are great. Next, milk. Right. You know, it was just awful. I, I have to just, say, for, you know. with our thing, he was much less of a dick than he's <laughs> yeah. been in pretty much anything else. <laughs> in anything since. Uh, like he he, he yeah. started with a fall. Oh, nice. Like we were all in these chairs up on a platform. He went over backwards <laughs> off, the ch- off the platform in his chair. Man, you can wow. do a lot of great things when you're on Coke. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, and oh, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that you have. Because this was, mid, this was mid-80s. Oh, he yeah. was coked out of his oh, mind. Oh, totally. Coked out Chevy Chase with a bunch of children on a show. Right. That sounds like if, a great... Yeah. If they had called it that <laughs> I'm, I'm instead, in. it would have aired. Yeah, coked right? out Chevy Chase on a show with some kids. <laughs> That would still be airing. Yeah. Just to this that, day. Would, that would be an great. entire YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I'd watch the hell out of that. If you ever get a chance to, go back and watch Chevy Chase's talk show that he hosted. <gasps> right? We, oh, we, yeah. pulled, we used footage from that for our intro for our, late, our, our show for the Nighttime Show Live. <laughs> right. And holy mother of God, some of the, some of the things it's like him is with like the, a parrot. The, he had the keyboard built into his desk. Yeah, which was yeah, a weird thing. Oh, that's right. He plays piano. Play right. the piano yeah. during the show, and I mean, it's so terrible. It's one of the <laughs> worst things I've ever seen. And he looks so uncomfortable. And his <sighs> monologue, just the monologue, it was awful. Is yeah, awful. It was like like. Did he stand up think... or did he sit behind the desk? No, he did He's a monologue stand standing. Up, yeah. But oh. like you would think Chevy Chase could tell a joke, but nope. Nope. No. Nope. Can't tell a joke to save his life. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> Isn't it amazing so when bad. something like that comes along to make you realize the difficulty involved in certain Because like oh, so yeah. many people do these late night talk shows, you think, oh, okay. It must yeah, be yeah. they must have it down by now. Yeah. It's like, easy they just to know do, the formula. right? They plug anybody in, but nope. 
Nope. Not everyone can do it. You know, it's funny when we when we started doing our night the nighttime show live. Uh, right. What would happen is is uh, these fellas, the Matt and Mike and right. Mike Glazer and uh, who else? Sam, Sam Tripoli. Tripoli and Bob Oshak. Yeah. All these great writers. Right. You guys are so funny. They'd write monologue jokes for me to do at the top of the show, and I uh, <laughs> sucked. I sucked at it. I was really? not. I was not great it's at a doing refusal because. Sucking. Well, here's, here's you can tell a joke. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But reading a joke, oh. like having a having it written out for you, uh, yeah. and and it not being your own joke that you wrote yourself. Right, right. You're yeah. trying to get the cadence right, and so and you only have one time to try it. You know, right. so in front of you can try it ahead of time, but you can only have one time to really do it in front of an audience. Yeah. Oh and so God. it took me a while to like get it until I could do it right, and right. then and then what happened was. Um, uh, I was watching Johnny Carson, right. and and Johnny Carson started doing this thing where he would he would do the monologue, and then if a joke didn't work, he would blame the writers, right, right, yeah. and everybody thought it was funny. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm going to do that, and so Uh-oh. then I would I would yeah. do that, and then it would piss off the writers, exactly. right? <laughs> and I was like, because then they'd be like, you're not fucking telling it right, you know? Yeah. And then you'd be like, shit, well that's not working either. And what we ended up settling on, which has worked now for almost a year, it's a fucking great, really weird bit that no one else does, is we. We take our monologue, the entire monologue. We write it out on cards. Right. We on fold cards. them on your headshots. They're my headshots. <laughs> They're my oh, old that, headshots. That helps. Yeah. Then he pays it. Then he looks at it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I take it. I fo- we fold them. We put them in a monologue box, a glass box, uh-huh. and then we bring up. Matt brings up to the box to the stage. Right. I flip open the box, and then I make someone. I go pick a pick a joke in the audience. I go pick a joke <gasps> oh. out of the box, and then they hold it. And if it doesn't work, I blame them. Ah. <laughs> I go, why'd you fuck up the joke, lady? And I yell yeah. at them, and it 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 oh, it's, it's worked and made it made why, it more comfortable. Why would you pick that joke? Yeah, right. why would you pick of all the jokes? I go, you got you're a real racist lady. You know that? Anyone ever tell you you're a real racist? It's really it's 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 oh it's God. made it so much more enjoyable to do because it's just a it's something different. But it, see, that's you know. fascinating. I mean, because there is definitely a difference between reading a performance yeah. and just you know like. Yeah, like when we were doing Justice League, the cartoon, we would have guest stars, you know, mm-hmm. come in, yeah. and some were like these amazing actors, you know, and they got in there and sucked. Wow! <laughs> because you realize there's a di- like you're talking about, like th- when you do jokes in your act, sure, they're jokes that have come from your brain, yeah. that are coming out of your mouth, that you've like thought of and you like you know have spun it in your head. Even if it's the first time you're doing it for that audience, yeah. you know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a, here's one of the jokes. You you read. Hang on. In. <laughs> what are you? Oh, you no, read, I'll, I'll you read this one out loud. Okay. Ready? Okay. In Southern California, we have a hepatitis A outbreak. So what you're saying is Bachelor in Paradise wrapped. And everybody came home. <laughs> See what right. I'm saying, though? Like right. when you, do you I know, because you have to figure out where the beat is. Bachelor, well, yeah. so what you're saying is uh, Bachelor in Paradise uh, wrapped. Or, or you so go, what you're saying is Bachelor in Paradise he, wrapped and everybody came home. He did it better than I did. He did yes. it better than you've ever done it. <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. For like six Mike Black, well, you son of a bitch. I also changed. Everyone returned home? Returned? Yeah, yeah. yeah returned what home. What the fuck? That's not funny. Yeah, that's no. not funny. Come on, you cannot say returned when you can say came. that joke. Matt I can, well, I can, I can, I can tell no. by the by the, uh, <laughs> the handwriting. The handwriting. The handwriting analysis shows. <laughs> That's so funny. funny. Um, okay, so let's let's go uh, back in time. Let's take a t- uh, time travel here. Uh, let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Mr. T. We all love Mr. Uh, T. Did you meet him on that show? We did it for three years. 
Wow. Th- three seasons every summer. Never saw him once. <laughs> wow. Wow. To this day, wait, that was in 84, so 30 years later, still have never met him. Wow. Wow. Amazing. No, 40 years. I just Jesus. talked to his manager a couple months ago because we tried to book him for something. No way. And his manager was like, I was like, uh, how much would, uh, like, we have like five grand to pay him to right. be in like a little video. And he goes, he's $100,000. Wow. For a day. Just to show up. Just to show up, he's a hundred thousand. And I was like, well, we were like, a hundred thousand dollars? Well, you notice you don't see like, him much. Yeah, he's yeah. like, that's, <laughs> that's what he charged. That's how much he charged. That's how much that's how much Mr. T is. That's <laughs> what it costs for a legend. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, yeah. And he said same thing for Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is a hundred thousand dollars for one day. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, that's what that is. That's what that number is. Hiram that's both is. and you've got the best day ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh God. I mean, that I would watch and that. It doesn't every matter what you're doing. The, the two of them sharing a can of peanuts together. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch the hell yeah. out of that and, too and that's the thing they have such nostalgia cred yeah. that there are people paying that amount yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. throw in coked up chevy chase to interview him <laughs> <laughs> well, no, then, then you gotta the lower show. the rest. yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you get how did you get into this business how did you where'd you grow up let's go back uh, i grew, grew up here up? in la really uh, yeah yeah it's a native like myself Yes, oh. indeed. Oh, oh, oh. It's two of us. Wait, there's two of us. That's a zoning violation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, no, no. We can we can fit one more. One more. Okay. Don't, there can be no more than three natives <laughs> in any showbiz gathering. It's kind of like the Highlander. It's a, <laughs> fighting on holy ground. There can only be three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I grew up in L.A. Um, did plays in you know high school and stuff, um, and then went off to college back east. And where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Yale. Okay. And uh, started doing improv the comedy there. And, but I mean, my major was English. I wasn't sure. But then right. by the time I finished college, I was like, well, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like this acting thing. And, you know, people say I'm pretty good at it. So I might as well give it a try. Yeah. Um, although everybody I went to college with who was going to become an actor, which were some pretty amazing people, like Paul mm-hmm. Giamatti and yeah. I did plays okay. together yeah. in college. Um, they what all happened went to, to that guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? Um, they all went to New York, and mm-hmm. I was like way too petrified to go to New York. So I'm like, I'm going to go home. And it could also been like my sister. I went to college in Pittsburgh. I went to Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. And I went there, and I realized, oh, winter sucks. <laughs> like, I didn't know. I grew up in L.A. There, Did you do the acting fun. program? No, I was a mechanical engineering Oh, there. so you got a real degree. Yeah. <laughs> He's very smart. Exactly. That's and why yet, we have a soundboard. And here he is now. And here he is. And here what? I am doing this podcast. <laughs> what have I done with my life? Exactly. Well, say with me. He's like, the only you one. have a degree from Yale? He's the <laughs> only one who knows how to make them those wires work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To his else. credit, you wouldn't be able to hear any of this without Matt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. You can figure it all out. Yeah, what, what I found is like people, anybody who's you know impressed with you know where I went to college, like, Believe me, I've taken many a check from a whole bunch of guys in fucking state schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not proud. Yeah. I'm yeah. not proud. Yeah, there's some guy who went to Cal State LA that probably paid you a lot of money for yes. some job. Right. Who, I, who I've gone to his house to audition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. ding, 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 hi. Exactly. I'm here. Yeah. Um, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like I just was talking to somebody about acting education. Like if you're going to be an actor going to college and going to university as, a, as an actor or whatever, like... You can only, like, you can only learn as... Uh, you, there's when, only so much when, theory. There's only yeah. so much theory you can learn as an actor. Like, yeah. get an education in right. acting, for sure. Like, if that's yeah. what you want to do. 
But you don't have. But you don't have. You to. gotta start getting rejected right away, <laughs> so yeah. you yeah. can get used to it. No, yeah, see, personally, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm personally against like fine arts training is different. Sure, you yeah. know, like if you're gonna paint, you're gonna you know do something like that. Sure. You need to do it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for actors, maybe to a certain degree, even writers, mm-hmm. you know, you you need to have a certain amount of training. Sure. Mm-hmm. But then you also need life. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, and I feel like. My English degree has prepared me better for right. acting than acting. an yeah. undergraduate acting degree well, would have. You read yeah, a bunch right. of stuff you probably wouldn't have read if you were just doing acting. And exactly. It's, interesting. Well, it's, and like, I, it's like for, for stand-up, there's a lot of people, like sometimes you see them, especially it'll, it'll happen in January because it happens every year. People move out to L.A. to become a comedian. They've never done stand-up before, but they're like, right. I'm moving to L.A., I'm going to be a oh comedian. And they're always like 20. Right. And then I see them at the open mics. And they have nothing to talk about because the most interesting in their life is that they've moved to L.A. Yep. That's the only thing. Because <laughs> yeah, the they're from deal. like Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> right. They grew up yeah. there. They went to high school there. They like What's worked the at the Dairy Queens. Yeah. Exactly. They, they sure, like, I'm like, okay, you might even have good stage presence, but you have no. There's nothing, there's there's nothing, nothing to tell jokes yeah. about. You yeah. have to go do something. Do something terrible. <laughs> yeah, in your really? life, and then tell me about it, and then Absolutely. maybe it'll be interesting. Hundred percent, right. yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I tried what uh, you were talking about. I tried doing an undergrad, uh, and I realized about halfway through right. that I was like, "This will end up just being a line on my resume." And yeah. four castable years that I've wasted, <laughs> like, like four of the best, four where you have hair and you're like right. in shape and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> you know, I left as soon as I realized that. I right. Like, oh. uh, when I was, I was in, uh, I went to AMDA, the musical theater conservatory. Oh, wow. First, I thought you said NAMBLA, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> I was like, what? Steve, you must have been terribly popular. This? <laughs> this podcast Steven's is drinking over. Steven's truth serum. What happened? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just a SWAT team comes busting in through exactly. the door right now. Quick, uh, run for Senate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, uh, saved. Um, I, <laughs> I went to uh, I, while I was at the school. They were go. They go. Uh, hey, w- when you're when you're attending here, you can't audition for anything. Oh, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, we're paying all this money. I can I can go do whatever I want." And they go, uh, "Don't, don't do that. Wait till you finish going to school. So you know what what you should be auditioning for and how to audition, and then go and audition. But don't make bad impressions first. Oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, whatever. And I waited in line on the street in Times Square." With about three hundred people for these to, cattle calls to the audition to audition for Rent, <laughs> and I walk in <laughs> looking like me right now, right. and I go, "Hi, I'm here auditioning for the musical Rent," and they go, "There's there's no fat people in here. <laughs> <laughs> they all have they AIDS. all have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> there's no fat guys I with love AIDS." That they said that yeah, like no they were like, "It's not that's yeah. not how it works. Like, this we is got not no, for you. It's not yeah. for you." Buddy. But later Thank on, you. but I've got you chops. waited in line, but then I and waited you found in line. a role that fitted you because you yep. got I, cast as Shrek, and then I got cast as Shrek. Right. But that yeah. was like a lo- you. It just, that was after you had the training. That's after the training. I knew what I was doing. I had a better sense. You knew that you were a fat guy at that time. I knew I was a fat guy. The same casting director. Was like, Year three, you get a mirror. Yeah, yeah. totally. But everyone, not until then. What I, what I always thought was really funny is that everybody at the audition for Shrek was like uh, headaches. They, they, they yeah. didn't. Yes, they didn't know what they were auditioning for musically. They didn't know what they were auditioning for, so they were all bringing like 
all sorts of like random stuff, oh, like, really? you know, random types of stuff. What are you and, saying? Uh, I looked up to see who the people were that were that oh, were had written it. Smart. And I was like, okay, because that's what I had learned in school. Like, look mm-hmm. up who's wrote, written it, and then uh, you, use something either that they've written or something, or something like similar. It. Mm-hmm. And the closest thing I I had was uh, Janine Tesori, who wrote Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yes. is like really into like like kind of badass like jazz like like jazz type stuff and like cool okay. she's got really cool um musical influences right on. and so i sang uh something by ray charles i think for oh the cool Perfect. and like because i knew that she was very soulful so that mm-hmm. she was that, that would resonate soulful. with her that would be something she would like so yeah. then i did uh, then i did that and, well, then, and that's what got me the that's what got me in well your amda program sounds like it's a good program it it's a good yeah. program it's not good just school. not just the you know the technical training but they also give you like the practical stuff yeah stuff yeah. that yeah. actually helps you once you're in the, i mean because so many of those you know pr- conservatory programs are we are about art it's like, yeah. well, I need to make a living too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you gonna uh, teach me anything that will help me get, you know, paid? Well, like, That's not our calling. <laughs> yeah. There was there was a moment that it was like this weird moment where they said, uh, uh, "Can you sing the song now, but sing it uh, with the the Irish or the Scottish, oh, the Scottish accent?" Oh. With the Scottish accent, and I went, um, "I can, but that's it's not a great idea." <laughs> and they went, well, it's, it's Shrek. He, he, he Shrek. has a Scottish accent. And, right. You know, we'd like a legit Scottish accent singing the song. We want and a I, fake and, Scottish accent so and, we can still understand you. Right. Not an I, actual Scottish right. accent. And I said, um, well, I can, I should do, if you want anything, we can pick little moments in there for a Scottish accent. But the last time a Scottish accent or an Irish accent was used in a Broadway musical, it was panned horribly for it and it was Finian's rainbow mm-hmm. and they oh, went wow. and they went w- what <laughs> did you, you just pull out Finian's, Finian's rainbow? rainbow and I was like yeah I was like, 1968 it was like 1960 something they uh they had done Finian's rainbow and everyone sang an Irish accent and no one knew what the fuck anyone was saying <laughs> so I was like if you don't if you want me to do that I'll do that but I can promise you no it'd be better wow no Brigadoon uh was mixed it was mixed okay. you know they were nicer about it but yeah, they were like they were fake okay. actors, so they listened to you. They yeah, they were like, all right, we'll fake somewhere in between the two, exactly, because because they well, they wanted me to like meet with like a speech like voice like a guy no. who could do accents and teach me the correct. No, accent. no, I was no, like, no, no, yeah, that's yeah. Fine, no. I've spent a lot of time oh, no. around people from Scotland, yeah. and I have understood zero words they've ever said. <laughs> I have cousins who moved here in the '60s from Scotland. Yeah, um, they're 60s. like they're like my second or third cousins, whatever it is. Went to a family reunion in the summer, talked to them for about a half hour. I have no idea what they said to me. It's been fifty years, and they still just have this accent. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm just gonna smile and nod. And that's See now, now the the weird thing is, I have that with with my, some of my relatives too, and they're from here. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> family, you know what I mean? Oh, brother, be talking about us, ain't there, man? You gotta call. Them. <laughs> And the funny thing is, Dude, you got to call Florence Henderson because she speaks jive. <laughs> she speaks jive. Wow, Matt. It's an airplane joke. Barbara Billings. Lady. Oh, it's Barbara Billings. R- uh, wrong one. Racist. I got the wrong. That was that was so racist. Super how can racist. that was how so racist? How dare you? How do you? How can you possibly <laughs> mix up your blonde uh, <laughs> blonde TV moms? TV moms. That is so racist That's of you. Racist <laughs> of you not to know which blonde mom it was. Um, what wow. did you start in in voiceover or in, in live in live action? No, no. I mean, although weirdly, because of that, that my first Mr. union T. job was. So I guess yes, you did. Voiceover. Then you quit it for although, <laughs> if you ever 
watch any of that to say that I was in voiceover is <laughs> a stretch. Wait, sure. can you explain a little, just because I love it so much, the right. plot of Mr. T? Do you remember? Uh, Mr. T is the coach of mm-hmm. a gymnastics team I used to watch the show. that travels around <laughs> solving mysteries. Yep. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Because there, there are so I many just, question marks. I was like, wait, <laughs> Miss, why is Mr. T the coach of a gymnastics yeah. team? Wait, why, <laughs> like why is a gymnastics gymnastic team, team traveling around? Why are solving they solving mysteries? mysteries? <laughs> you stretch fool. Why does the dog have a mohawk? <laughs> yeah. God. I just wanted what? millennials to hear that. Yes. No. In case any of them ever thought the TV that they're watching is as good as the TV <laughs> I was watching as a kid. <laughs> Nostalgia. No, this was, this was basically something where Mr. T was huge, and they realized, do we get all the money off the table? Yeah. Well, yeah. we got cereal. Uh, we, we got uh, you know, plastic chains. Yeah. What are we, what are we, I feel like we forgot. Oh, we forgot the fucking cartoon. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, do we need to come up with a concept? No. no. Just start recording. You know, but we uh, the we'll director figure something out. Yeah, yeah. the director yeah. literally directed us to end every line up. <laughs> you have to end every line up. It gives it energy. I'm so sorry, your dog died. <laughs> wow, it also it, makes everything sound like a question. Yeah. Yes. It, you know? Well, I don't know what you mean, <laughs> Mike. That's a bad thing to say. <laughs> don't you think this sounds like natural human speech? Hysterical. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, oh, it's un- unlistenable. Oh, wow. God. I got now. I gotta watch it. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, you I'll haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I, but there, somebody. It's gotta did. be online somewhere. Make, uh, make send an me. evening of it and oh. watch that and watch. Mr. T, be cool, don't be someone's fool, his public service. I've seen that. I've seen that. special that he did. It's amazing. Where where he sings a rap about mothers written by a young Ice-T. No No way. Yeah, and he has a chorus of mothers behind him singing Treat Her Right. Oh, dear God. You have to see. It's on YouTube. Do your eyes bleed after you watch it or during? During. But it's blood of joy. It's, It's overjoyed. That you're oh getting to God. watch. So first live action. First live action. First live action. Um, oh, God. Let's see. I'll, t- I'll tell you what they say. It says either uh, Murphy Brown or <laughs> the royal family. It was definitely Murphy Brown. Were you the secretary you got fired? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, for, I, I was auditioning. I was actually playing a kid who went to Yale. Oh well, they, you they, they should be good at that. They had a college <laughs> quiz show episode, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be Murphy Brown's news team versus, versus the college bowl the, Yale yes, kids. versus the Yale mm-hmm. quiz team. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I was auditioning for the part of Ben Klein, oh, um, oh, yeah, you know, I, the I captain totally... of the Yale quiz team. And I got it, and I was like hoping that they would leave the name. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to play Ben Klein. Coming to the Yamaka. Yeah. There was actually a guy in my class at Yale, mm-hmm. Steve Lefkowitz, mm-hmm. six foot three. Dark black guy. Yeah. I'm like, wow. it can happen. <laughs> That's amazing. They change it to Ben Lawson. Oh. I'm like, I, we know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. We know it's like Lawson. You know Lawson. Ben Lawson. You know what yeah. I mean? Sound like Ben Klein? Can I be Ben Klein? <laughs> I can do both. <laughs> yeah. That's hysterical. I love that. But yes, Murphy that. Brown. And that was actually um, was that my very first gig? That was like this was my first gig that anybody saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool to see because it was really well written yeah. and watching Candace Bergen I realized yeah, why stars get paid more mm-hmm. yeah she was in every scene she had all the lines and at first I was like because we were you know doing camera blocking mm-hmm. or whatever it's like two days before we're shooting it and she's reading her lines she had lines yeah. in a cup yeah. you know and all of this stuff and 
I was like, she doesn't even know her lines. And then I, some, you know, I stopped and realized that's because she has lines in every Everything. scene, and <laughs> yeah. they keep changing. Yeah, we had right. uh, we had Ed Asner on the show. Uh, and uh, he talked about the difference between doing Mary Tyler Moore, where right. he was just part of the ensemble, right. to doing Lou Grant, where he the was same the character. Man. And then he's yeah. like, he's leading the show, and he was like, it's a totally different experience being the Number main one. person. Yeah. Like, it's just like a whole nother level of preparation that you right. have to do, and level of responsibility, and make sure everybody else looks good, and you have to work. He was like, it was like a whole new ball game for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really it really makes a huge difference. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and he... Uses Emmys as paperweights because he's got so <laughs> many. He's got so many. It's, it's, well, so everywhere many. in his house. It's uh, crazy. Until the the woman from Orange Is the New Black, he was the the only, only one person to win the, for the same, same character, character, drama and comedy. Yeah. yeah, except that he actually did it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hers they was the same thing. They just moved the fucking category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just changed the category. It was it's like when happened. they did uh, what's that? Get Out was in the comedy category, right? Or the or, or the the Martian. Yeah. Like Matt Damon ain't never been in no goddamn comedy. Yeah. No, give me a break. That's crazy. Now that was a comedy. What? Give me a break. Oh, that yes. was a that great was, comedy. Mel yeah. Carter was awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Although, can we? Can someone reboot that as a gritty uh, dis, uh, dystopian drama? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, make it a, a, Nell give Carter. Me a break. Make it a political show about 2017. Like, exactly. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Um, you, uh, I know you went on from, from there to do uh, Wings. You did an episode mm-hmm. of Wings. Yeah. Then yeah. you did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is a fascinating and bizarre, amazing show. <laughs> I, I, we, we talked to, um, uh, 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 I don't want to say Carlton. Um, oh, Alfonso. 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 Yeah. yeah, we talked to Alfonso uh, a little while ago about that show, <laughs> and uh, it just seems like the cra- it seemed like a very crazy experience. Yeah. And then you did Mad About You, which is literally one of my favorite television shows of all time. Yeah. So you got to you got to tell me, got to throw out some stories. We no, I actually, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I've just recently been thinking about like I had an amazing time because like the first part of my career that's what I did I was a guest star on all these great sitcoms you know and the weird thing is I have friendships still to this day um, so many of them are from those like I'm still buddies with Steve Weber wow I had one line on that episode of Wings (laughs) jeez and somehow we just clicked I did an episode of Living Single you know and I mean, I have most of those people's phone numbers, you know, Wow. Queen Latifah, T.C. Wow. Carson, you know, Erica Alexander. Like I, whenever I run into any of those people, I'm like, hey, how are you? You know, um, the. the uh, so do you hang out with Will Smith? Is that what we're leading up to? No. Although <laughs> James Avery and I were very good friends until yeah. he passed, oh. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I see whenever I see Alfonso. Uh, no, actually, the weird thing about that guest spot on Fresh Prince is I, I, I cannot prove it. But I really got the impression that Will hated me. Oh, what? Oh, really? I don't know why. Sandbags kept dropping on the set. <laughs> no, it's just like <laughs> you could have called in Mr. T's gymnastics team to figure out what that <laughs> is. <laughs> and I still don't know if it was just me, you know, being insecure. Like, because when you're a guest star, yeah, you're automatically insecure. Because yeah, like, you're course. not sure. part of the the team there. Like, nope. you're just coming in as a you're ringer. A, you're a a friend of a cousin yeah. visiting somebody's house mm-hmm. right. and they got a real nice house. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, hi, thank you. Can, gotta be on your best can I touch the towels? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. And they're depending on you to deliver. Yeah. And you can't screw up, you know? And I didn't. 
And but the thing was, I don't know, it was something about it. Like I really got along well with James. I hit it off right away, mm-hmm. and my scenes were a lot with him. And but there was this one part where Will and I have a scene where you know my character is sort of you know at odds with his, and he's supposed to like do a pat me on the back four times, like harder and mm-hmm. harder. And he hit me real hard. <laughs> really? Every time. I'm like, ah! I, maybe he just thinks that's funny? Maybe he oh, knows wow. like, you can take it. Maybe he was like, maybe. I have a lot of faith in this guy. That Yeah, but I don't know. Or just, may, someone never... may have said, he's a method actor, so make sure. <laughs> so make sure you really hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, seems, that seems possible. Phil and Lamar's he... real intense. <laughs> he, he gets real moody if you don't hit him. <laughs> but I've, ne- I've not uh, seen Will Smith. Since then. Well, what well, if you're listening? Now, you were a... Uh, well, hang on. If you Matt, you, gotta, you gotta tell me one little tiny bit about Matt about you. Was oh, right, good, right, right. Is that a good set? Yes. <laughs> although the thing that sticks... I mean, obviously, Riser. I'm like, oh my God, that's Paul Riser. You know, because yeah, at that sure. time. And Helen Hunt was... Everybody was so incredibly nice. From that... I'm friends with John Pankow, Richard Kind, you know, because mm-hmm. oh, they were yeah. guessing on that yeah. too. Although, who is it? Um, Louis, Louis Zorich. Olympia Dukakis' husband also guessed it because he played Paul's father. Oh, wow. So just like amazingly talented people. You know, and the writing staff on there. And yeah, everybody was super nice. I just remember there was one point where we were rehearsing or something and somebody flubbed a line and... You know, Helen Hunt was like, ah, and she, and she sort of like fell on her knees laughing. And I'm like, well, while you're down there, and I'm like, I just made a blowjob joke to Helen. <laughs> what oh the my fuck? God. She laughed. Oh, yeah. God. Because like, oh it wasn't God, 2017. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. We're going to hear a story. But, about but the fact that you, you know, you're like sort of in that riffing mode. You're like, yeah. hey, while you're down there, I'm like, like in oh, my head. Shit. Thank God she laughed. Oh, yes. God. Until the Helen Hunt press conference next week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Lamar's Caruso. Oh, no. Gonna be replaced by. But but that's the thing. The vibe was so cool. Yeah. And I felt so yeah. relaxed that I'm like, oh, we're all just playing. Yeah. 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 You know. And I've since you know seen Helen. We um, did uh, improv together with uh, with Gary Austin over at the Groundlings. And yeah, she's so good, mm-hmm. oh. so nice. And now while you, you were telling, while you were telling me that story, it reminded me of this hilarious meme I saw, where it's this girl at a surprise birthday party. She couldn't be more than like ten, and she's just like, yeah, like with everyone else who's surprised. And she sees a vase and she just smashes it and goes, yeah. And everyone around her is like, well, okay. <laughs> like they just, they're like, we can't falter for just being that excited it. about it. She was just it. overcome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Now, shortly after that, you did seven episodes of the George Carlin show. Yes. Now, that. Oh, my God. See, when I, at the beginning, you were talking about that we work together. I was yeah. like, you're on a pretty fucking good list. The people <laughs> yeah. that I've worked with. Yeah. Ooh. It's John Travolta, wow. Carol Burnett, yeah. George Carlin, um, Samuel Stephen Jackson. Kramer Glickman, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Samuel Alf. Jackson. Have you, have you worked with Alf? I have not worked with Alf. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. You know? But, I mean, just like, in, I mean, the Carlin show was just the best experience. Because he, oh, man. I mean, yeah, there's that thing, yeah. like never meet your idols. Yeah. He was, a, one, a genius, and two, incredibly How nice. How did... How was working on that show? Because it's a show where you have George Carlin, and the show didn't really quite work. It no. just didn't quite get him. I no. mean, it was on Fox. I remember watching the show when it was on. I watched every episode when it was on. But it was like it just didn't quite 
fit. No, and it was weird because I mean the everyone the, on it was great. It's just it was the wrong medium for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and the wrong time too. Like, well, you could get away with that show probably more now. You know. Well, but also maybe that was it that they couldn't do real George. Yeah. So it was weird because to me it was on well, HBO. Maybe watching or it, yeah. they were basically doing like the silhouette of George. Right. Yeah, sure. It's like sure. it's a character that sounds like George. Yeah. And, and the premise was like, okay. This is George if he had never become a comedian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like that was sort of, you know, it's like, New York George, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. But it's also George if he was less biting in his social commentary, yeah. Right. Yeah. less smart, it's less, you know, it's like, George, yeah. why do we want less George? Yeah, well, yeah. Diet George just, Carlin. <laughs> they just right. had that happen with Pete Holmes, where Pete Holmes had the Pete Holmes talk show, right. and it was funny, but it was not, not it didn't wasn't, work. didn't yeah. work. Right. And then, they, then he did, he just, he created Crashing on HBO. That was more yeah, in his show. vein. Yeah. Fucking yeah. amazing. And it's all about stand-up, and it's all about him being a comedian. A struggling and, comic, crashing on people's struggling, couches. Yeah. Struggling comedian, crashing oh, on different comedians' couches. And it feels 100% legit when right. you watch yeah. it. Yeah. Like, right. it. It's like they, they caught the best part of him, and they put him in the thing, and they let him be him. And right. That's, yeah. that's what you kind of wish you could get. Well, but also back like then, like I mean, sitcoms... I mean, it wasn't it wasn't multi camera, which was interesting yeah. at the time because it was yeah. before everything went single camera. Um, but sitcoms were still very much sitcoms. Yes, and it was on Fox, and it had to be. You know, it's like so they were thinking like, yeah, we want you to talk dirty, you know, like you do, do your George thing. It's like, but you can't actually say it's like I have to say mother frickin'. ah, yeah, you know, it, it didn't, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's basically like the poor man's version. It's like that's it's how like you when can you hear fit clips into of, this format. Right. It's when like when Samuel Jackson does the ADR to do the clean version of his movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's like, I've had it up to here with these Monday to Friday snakes. So right. Like, you know, and you're oh like, what are you doing? God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then you worked on back to back movies with Julia Sweeney. In Pulp Fiction and It's Pet. Oh, dear God. And uh, I would well, say, is that probably... Julia, Julia is the reason that I'm in Good Pulp con- Fiction. Okay, oh, so wow. she got you Marvin. How did that happen? Because Julia uh, was friends with Quentin. Because um, Quentin was hanging out with Harvey Keitel when they were doing press for Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. And as part of that press tour, Harvey hosted SNL when Julia was still in the okay. cast. wow. And so they were all hanging out together that week in New York. And, you know, Julia is like, you know, a huge nerd and like mm-hmm. deep into like those deep cut music things, yeah. you know, the same way that Quentin is. And so they just hit it off, became mm-hmm. friends. And after she left the show, came back to L.A., uh, at the Groundlings, we had a show called Cooking with Gas, which was a improv show with a celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. And she invited Quentin to be the celebrity guest that night, one night. And I was in the cast. And so I basically did improv for an hour and a half with Quentin Tarantino. Wow. You know, after Reservoir Dogs, pre-Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And, you know, we sort of hit it off. And when he was casting the part, um, I heard this story later, uh, Ronnie Eskel was the casting director, and I, who had actually cast me in an episode of L.A. Law, which that actually may have mm-hmm. technically been my first job, but I think I had, like, a line mm-hmm. and may not have even been in focus. Wow. Um, <laughs> And she's saying, oh, for the part of Marvin, there's this uh, great young actor named Phil Lamar that you should see. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's really great, but there's this black guy at the Groundlings. <laughs> you got to find him. That's who I, I really want to see for this. 
Wow. So, like, I was That's competing, fantastic. Wow. competing with yourself. Holy he wanted to fill a more type. <laughs> I like that you nearly beat yourself out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you I, did lead to what I think is the greatest line in the movie, which is, oh, man, I just shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> yeah. about you. Yeah. Because it's so unexpected at that moment in the film where you're like, wait, oh, oh, my God. Well, you, <laughs> well, you know what's so see? brilliant yeah. about that scene is that it's Quentin in his second film playing with his own tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because basically, when that scene starts, you're expecting the like a virgin scene from Reservoir Dogs. Yes, right. Because it's two guys that are talking about cops. Well, you mean mm-hmm. they, you know? Talking, it's like you remember that show Cops? You know, yeah. people get shot all the time. They miss it. It's like you think it's going to be a you know trademark Tarantino yeah. banter scene, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, Marvin, what do you think? You think guy came down from heaven and stopped the bullets? Like, oh, hey, man, I don't even have an opinion. Of course, you don't have an opinion. You think it's just going to be bounce, bounce, bounce. Right. Then all of a sudden, fucking record scratch. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Shit. The scene yeah. becomes something completely different. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that it wasn't until, you know, he didn't wait until like now in his career to yeah. start he turning did his expectations. Then. He did it in his second well, movie. Well, you think yeah. about the dialogue, too, that what he's asked his opinion on is whether God stopped a bullet. Right. <laughs> and he has no opinion on that, <laughs> so God's out of it at that point. Well, also because, <laughs> you, know? well, you mean the bullet that you just, you know, that was shot in the room where you just decimated all of my friends? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm still processing <laughs> yeah. that. Um, wow. You know. God. So, so great. That yeah. is amazing, man. That's the best. I think that may be the best story of someone being cast in a yeah. in a in a movie than of, of any one we've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I think that may be the best. No, no, no. The the young black guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking fantastic. So when did you start doing video game voices? Because you've done a lot of those, and I know you did one of the Monkey Island games back in the day. No, that is that is IMDb is wrong. Okay. Uh-huh. IMDb so they say you did is it. wrong. <laughs> I they redid mm-hmm. one of the Monkey Island games. Yes, like a couple of years ago. Yeah, and but IMDb has it listed as the original. Oh, it's the original. But you did from nineteen ninety one. Got it. So it was like, like then, I did it in like two thousand. So it was like Star Wars: Knights of the Republic. Like, is that one of the first ones you did, or what was the first? That ones? was a fun game. Um, yeah. I look back I on that one fondly. Bloodlines, yeah. Vampire Masquerade. You can get on your phone now. Too. Although the yeah. weird thing is, the very first video game I did, mm-hmm. I didn't do voices. Cuber. What did you do? I actually <laughs> appeared in it. Oh, did you do Ooh. like the motion capture and all that? No, or? this was pre-motion capture. Oh, like a full motion what? video yes. cutscene, like there was like a... Sega CD style. Yes. Yes. No way. On the Sega CD system, uh-huh. there was a series wow. of games called Make My Video uh-huh. or Make Your Own Video or <laughs> yeah. something like that. And there was a series of them. There was like uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch yep. version. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was a CNC Music Factory version. Yes. Oh, my God. Shit. I remember. I was one of the two workers <laughs> in the CNC Music <laughs> Factory. <laughs> oh, yeah. my And so there were all God. these like video clips. The game was you would press something and there would be a video clip like, <laughs> we're here in the factory making music. Hey, yeah. we need your help. Can you <laughs> cut this video together? And if you cut the video together, like, great job. I don't know how you evaluate how well. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's nothing better yeah, like than how do the you kids win dream the of yeah. doing yeah. than fucking the editing. Editing, <laughs> editing uh-huh. of, of CNC Music Factory videos? Yes. Oh, God, that's like a dream. It was the worst Quentin Tarantino in the 80s? That's how he got his start. 
At what point do CNC Music Factory show up in the game? Did you meet them as part of it? Like, did you meet the woman who sings Everybody Dance Now? No. Is she in your phone? I guarantee you they never They were never part of this. They got a check. They never signed off on it probably. No, because they just footage from their videos already. Exactly. Yeah. They just took that footage. It's like, Wow. You know the, the the deal on that was like, it's uh, it's forty grand. You guys don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, we just use your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's it. They were like a two hit wonder, so they're like, we'll take the exactly. take the money. Yeah, yeah. Freedom Williams is like, yeah, man, fine. And wasn't there a thing? Do I have to put on a shirt? No. Okay, cool. Wasn't yeah. there a whole thing with that where they said that the woman wasn't actually singing "Everybody Dance Now"? Was somebody else like the yes. Milli Vanilli thing? Yes, they hired um, a better looking woman. Than the woman who yeah. actually sung the track yeah. to, to go out on tour. It's what they did with uh, "It's Raining Men," I believe, as well. Yeah. Or actually, the Pointer Sisters, or was it? Or no, no, no. 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 It was the woman no. who sang on CNC Music Factory, I think, was the woman who sang "It's Raining Men." That's when yeah. she actually got oh, her time that's in the what sun. It was. Yeah. It's like, so okay, well, you got a fantastic voice. We'll actually, you know, we'll take a chance on you and put you out front. Wow, is that what it was? That's I think it was. I think it's raining men. I still love, by the way, I still so love that Eric Charles Nielsen bit on it's raining men is still hilarious to Which me. One? Which Eric one? Eric Charles Nielsen does a bit on it's raining men about how he's like it should be called it's raining death in the form of men falling on your head from the sky. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, because nobody survives. No, when it rains men, no one survives. <laughs> like yeah, the men don't survive. So the people they land on don't survive. It is yeah, it's death. Bad. It's bad. Maybe that's the last hysterical. few men make it. Like, <laughs> yeah, a couple of guys. Last few. When the storm starts to dissipate, the last couple men have a cushion of. Dead men <laughs> That's a good shout out to Eric Charles Nielsen, one of our favorite comics, who's very. And it's funny, funny now to know that an unattractive lady is singing about it because she should be excited. But <laughs> right. finally, it's raining men. I have a shot. Uh, now, I, <laughs> one I, of them will take me to Red Lobster. <laughs> so funny. I gotta jump to this because this is. This? I mean, this is like. We're a lot of the. I mean, if the world hadn't already seen you from Pulp Fiction, the rest of the world saw you uh, in Mad TV, Mad TV. Yeah. which right, is right. like a game changing. That was the. F it was like, uh, I mean, it came up against. Yeah. Uh, Were you part of the debut cast on that? Yep, yeah. oh, okay. it was the original original cast, nineteen ninety five. Do you remember who else was in the original cast with you? Yeah, it was uh, me, Artie Lang, Nicole Sullivan, Orlando Jones. Um, uh, Mary Shear, uh, David Herman, and um, actually in the pilot, Craig Anton oh, was in the Craig cast. Craig Anton, really? But I he was in Craig second Anton. position mm -hmm. to the Army Show, and the Army Show ah. on was on the WB. Yeah, it got picked With Brian up. Brian Pashane, right? I think so. Yeah. And I it watched was, that. It was for, a prime time. I watched all thing. four episodes of that. I think it's what I know. Something like that. Yeah. And I think he got paid more money for mm -hmm. that. But it then it lasted four episodes. Yes, yeah. and so he was so bummed. Wow. And then they brought in Brian Callen mm -hmm. to replace Craig. Yeah. Once wow. we got to series. So oh my God. How big of a train wreck was Artie Lang at that point in his life? Because you hear um, all the stories on Howard Stern, and he's uh, even he had other another incident this weekend where he was. Uh, what? Uh, Are you really? Yeah. He, oh no. Yeah. See that? Okay, those were the coke years, and yeah. the Stern show were the heroin years. Yeah. Um, what's he on now? I don't know, but he, he tweeted a picture of him where he was like, his fun nose dip. is all busted Just up. Just fun dip. <laughs> and like, uh, he, his face was all swollen and his nose is oh, all busted no. up. And he said something about like, uh, sometimes I make mistakes or something. He's like, as the kind gentleman of the Hoboken Police Department, just let me know. Something like that. Like, so I was <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. I don't know what happened. I just yeah. know he's back at a bad place. That's what it seems so, like. I yeah. mean, on one hand, it is so just 
awful. Yeah. Because he's He's brilliant. so much entertainment yeah. to me over really? the no, last yeah. 30 years. The guy's not but, only super funny, yeah. he's really sweet and smart. Mm-hmm. He's, wow. I mean, I think he's He can't like, get out of his own way. He's grown up yeah. in, a, in a world where, where his intelligence was never valued, and so he downplays it. But I think he's a photographic memory. Yeah. You know, he just knows shit. And it, which I think is part of his problem because it's really hard to hit bottom when you're as good as he is. Yeah. You know, like there was a, a sketch uh, he and Dave Herman did called Drunk President um, where, oh, dude. Yeah. Where Herman is like this guy who oh, wakes up from Jesus. a bender and, um, and, and Nardi plays the Secret Service agent who tells him, it's like, you're the president, sir. You've been president for four years and, uh, You've been drunk the whole time, but you've, you've made America great again or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And the entire sketch is already just like laying pipe, mm-hmm. you know, dialogue wise. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out later he was coked out of his fucking skull. Yeah. He was brilliant. Flaws. Wow. He carried the entire sketch, you know, and you couldn't tell. Yeah. But I mean, we all just knew. I mean, it was. He had issues at the time, obviously. No, yeah, and, no he's got deep seated, yeah. like emotional stuff. Yeah. And L.A. was not a good time for him. I mean, it was his first time being away from home, living away yeah. from home, and he wasn't ready, yeah. you know? And L.A. is not helpful in, in yeah. that regard. Yeah, the, yeah. the reason I would say I know that he's, had some, he's got some issues right now is that the, one of the tweets that replied to him uh, saying, hey, uh, looks like you're having a bad time. I'll come over and help you out was from High Pitch Eric. Nah. If High Pitch Eric is saying you got problems, then you got, ah, some, yeah, uh, help <laughs> you got some major problems. That's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah that uh. is pretty rough. Uh, so was it? Uh, wh- what was that experience like? I mean, working on a, a show like well, that. Well, it was, I mean, the people were amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It was not run well. Yeah. Because um, I think, I mean, people remember it fondly now, um, but it literally took four years before anybody noticed the fucking show was on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, honestly, the reason it lasted so long is because Fox forgot to cancel it. No, like they just wow. didn't care about that time slot. It's no, because like, it was what? What else are they going to put on that time? No, well, the thing was, it was just there to keep it back, to hold it back from the affiliates. Mm-hmm. They really did not care about that real estate, except from like they didn't want a them corporate to put other stuff, a on. corporate yeah. mentality. Yeah, yeah, that's um, interesting. But. I mean, the whole thing of like, we're going to be, you know, the, the one that takes down SNL. It's like, oh, but they got Will Ferrell. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, wow. And so, like, the first yeah. season, we were all like, we're the anti SNL. Cut to second season, mm-hmm. we had guest hosts yeah. opening each show yep. with a monologue. Just like, yeah. And we're all looking at the producer like, wait, 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 you just spent a year telling people we were the alternative to SNL. Mm-hmm. Now we're trying to be like them? Yeah. What does that even God, mean? So weird. There was just no vision. And did, yeah. I imagine you probably knew. Most of the cast of SNL at this point, because you run in the same circles doing improv. Yeah, half of them are like, groundlings. They're all groundlings, you know. Yeah. So, like, you were probably friends with these people. Of you're course. competing with, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the one great thing I will say is they took better care of us. I mean, for my mm-hmm. friends at SNL, that was like fucking gladiator school. Yeah, you know, it's like I mean, I remember watching that first because yeah. Jim Brewer started that same mm-hmm. season we did, and he did not appear in the first three episodes yeah. except to wave goodnight. Wow, and. Our, our producers, for you know, whatever their failings, they did take they made care. They sure you all in. They, they took yeah. care of it. Well, basically, they're like, we're getting our money's worth. Yeah. We're paying yeah. you. You're going to fucking work. <laughs> you know, I just yeah. talked to yeah. a, a buddy of mine who writes on SNL. Uh, we, we just talked yeah. like two Eric nights Marino. ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I, w- there was a sketch that was on two weeks ago uh-huh. that 
I watched I watched every episode of SNL. Nice. Because I love to torture myself. <laughs> <laughs> and whether it's good or it's bad, right. I mean, I laugh every time I watch an episode. I always laugh like like one time, you know, or, or at least once, right? Even after, even before Weekend Update? Yeah. Well, sometimes Weekend Update can be really funny. There are certain times. I usually like, like... The second to last sketch of the night is usually <laughs> that's the, the see that's because you're a stand up. Yeah, yeah, like I you like, like the, the thing weirder, that you know will alienate the audience. Yeah, like I like <laughs> the weird thing right. you know that they kind of snuck in the twelve fifty yeah. sketch. But there was a sketch that that came out like two weeks ago that I watched that was fucking horrendous, <laughs> and it la it, it was I'm not kidding you. You can watch it. It it is I won't a full. Two and a half minutes, almost three minutes right. of silence before <laughs> the first laugh. So Oof. you're watching a sketch, a comedy sketch, right. and the and the bit was here was the bit. The bit was a guy comes into a classroom and he's like, "Hey, look at this! It's uh, what's up, turkey neck? Hey, it's turkey neck! Everybody say oh, okay. turkey neck! Oh, hey, look! It's a uh, it's a." Uh, Boyenstein, good to see you, Boyenstein. Grabs this yarmulke and is like, "Hey, uh, this a frisbee?" Tosses <laughs> right. it over and he goes, "Hey, Cheryl, that's a nice top." So it's a bullying sketch. And he says, "Hey, Cheryl, nice top. Yeah, I wish I could, uh, you know, see what's under the shirt or whatever." Right? Hey, uh, it's Marco. What is this? Your sandwich? I'll put that in the garbage for you. And he like does this, walks around right. the whole classroom, and then he oh, finally God. sits down. And he goes, he goes, come on, Mr. C, I'm ready to be taught. Teach me, teach me. I'm ready to learn. And then Keenan Thompson, and this is two or three minutes of this. Right. And then Keenan Thompson goes, what the hell is the matter with you? This is your first day of school. None of us know you. <laughs> All the names that you're calling these people are not their names. I'm not. My name isn't Mr. C. I'm Mr. Greg Gregson. Right. And this isn't math class. This is English class. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? And then he's like, I just wanted to like fit in. And he goes, well, you did a terrible job. You really <laughs> screwed it up. <laughs> and then all the kids around the class Start are calling like, me. hey, thanks a lot for throwing out my sandwich. I'm allergic to everything. And that was made for me especially. And it was like. You could see what they were, what they wanted to do, right? But it fucking died, and and so <laughs> oh I, God. I I was so blown away by how much silence I I had to rewatch it again so to see if I like basically if it the felt entire exaggerated, but I was like, I'm not. This is the entire insult thing just. <laughs> Was flat. Yeah, the insult part, the first two and a half minutes were death, right? It's just him insulting people, and people are like wondering, are we supposed to recognize this character? Right. Yeah. It was like him creating a character. Like, is it Trying to create a character that that doesn't, that no one knows. Like, pretending Mm -hmm. ever the audience knows a character. Exactly. Right? Right. And so, (laughs) so and then the the payoff was a a good, it was a good laugh when Keenan was like, I don't know who. But you don't put the payoff two and a half minutes in. Oh, shit. And so I, I called. Called uh, Eric Marino, who's a writer on the show. I wrote him. I wrote him, and it's I was like, like "How the fuck did I go, that happen?" I go, "What the fuck <laughs> happened in this sketch? You got to tell me." And was he like, "I'm so proud of that. That's my greatest." No, no, it, <laughs> no. he didn't. didn't re- he it. didn't no. respond. Yeah, oh. he didn't respond for like a few days, and then uh, I talked to Mike about it, and Mike was like, well, "Maybe you insulted him, and yeah. he wrote yeah. the sketch." <laughs> and and wrote- I was like, "I was like, oh shit!" <laughs> I didn't even think of 
that. I was like, I better reach out to him. He must know how horrible that was. I wrote him and I go, I go, look, I, uh, we've been friends for a really long time. You know, I I love you, buddy. I'm sorry if I insulted, if you wrote it. And he goes, I'm calling you right now. And he called me and he goes, I did not write it, but I was there while it was happening. And he goes, and you know, he's like, the, the show moves so fast that when, you know, shit works better in rehearsal and then it, it doesn't work. Dress. It, yeah, yeah, it did well in dress and then it dies on the air. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and then he's like, by the time the show is done and up, you don't remember, you can't even think about anything that just happened because you're already worried about getting fired about the for the next <laughs> episode. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, everyone there seems, like what he said, it was like, everyone there seems panicked. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've always heard that's a show where everyone's yeah. on edge and they're yeah. always worried they're going to get fired every single week. Be- yeah. Because yeah. that is the management style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's the one thing about Mad TV is that mm-hmm. that was not, I mean, they got a little, you know, mm-hmm. weird with stuff like, you know, it's like, okay, we're sending you two on a promotional thing. Don't tell the other cast members. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, yeah. we work together 15 hours a fucking day. Yeah, how am I day. supposed to not tell them I was in yeah. Oklahoma? Like I, like, I, I like them more than I like you. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you're not paying me that much. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. Now, did you ever have a situation like that where like, you, you were given a script, you go out, you do the sketch, and it just dies? Well, then... that's the great thing is we weren't live. Okay. So and edit, we rehearsed. Edit around. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. No, wow. I mean... But the, I mean, you spend a whole week rehearsing the shows that go before the audience, mm-hmm. and that's what you do. The writers are there, and then you you know when stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Still, sometimes you know you get to the end of the week and you got to shoot. You need yeah. the minutes. Yeah. So certainly, I mean, my thing is sketch. I liken sketch comedy to baseball. Mm-hmm. Like if you hit one out of three, yeah, you're doing really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, you know? totally. And the, that's the truth. Like, yeah, because like the only the only sketch shows that really like knock it out of the park all the time were probably Chappelle Show. I think Mister Show was right up there for me, and TV Funhouse was another one that I think oh, everything on those on those shows, shows that was just yeah. Like, but how often did he do TV Funhouse? There were eight episodes, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> same thing with you know uh, Mr. Show mm-hmm. it was on HBO they yeah limited, limited runs, runs. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah they had a lot you more know, buddies who write yeah, for network shows yeah and you know versus the guys who write for you know cable or Netflix or whatever it's like they spend more time well it's yeah. like I, man if I could just do my 12 best fucking scripts mm-hmm. as opposed to I could do 22 yeah it's like I'd win Emmys all the fucking time yeah exactly you know? yeah. there's yeah. no same filler thing. on those because they didn't yeah their runs weren't long enough to do it. Yeah, we had to, we had to do we had to deliver an hour of comedy every week for twenty six weeks. Yeah. you know, yeah, that's twenty six hours a year. That's that yeah, a lot. Of lot. That's a lot, man. Looking you know, at that amazing. from a stand up perspective, yeah, an hour of comedy a week. Could you imagine? Oh my god, just the writing alone, <laughs> right? Just, yeah, yeah, I now I saw uh, the black version, which is your uh, show that <laughs> yeah, you, that you show. do with uh, Cedric Yarborough. Who and, else is on, the, uh, on that cast? Cedric Yarborough, Gary Anthony Williams, um, Daniel Gaither, Naima Funk, uh, me, and um, our creator Jordan Black. It is unbelievably so fun. funny. If you get audience, if you guys uh, get a chance to see them or, or just keep an eye out, how do they find uh, theblackversion.com? Got to okay. have the the on it. Uh, theblackversion.com. And yeah, because we do the show at Groundlings and uh, also at Largo. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so funny. And what, what happens, Matt? I don't, know, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Have you heard about it, Matt? I have what, not. How, what, what, I'm, I'm just, I'm t- I'll tell them what you do. Because of what I saw, uh, you guys ask for suggestions. So you go, what's, what's a movie? 
like everybody yeah, it's, loves. It's right? an all-black cast. We get yeah. a suggestion from the audience of like oh, a classic great. or iconic movie. Okay. You know, a big movie that we've all... Forrest Gump. Yeah, even if yeah. you haven't yeah. seen it, you know about it. You know it, yeah. So then you do the black version of Forrest Gump. Yeah. And you do the, that cast... Which what do you do if somebody yells out Soul Plane? Can you we do the black version of Soul Plane? I look, no. at, I look at them like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while, somebody... And it's usually a black person. I'm like... They did it. They did it already. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah, so doing... like straight out of Compton. You're like, it's already God been done. In heaven. Yeah. You that saw is the black. black version. You saw yeah. the black version. Already why, why are you picking on our stuff? <laughs> yeah. We're going right after their stuff. Yeah, like I saw. I, yeah, did I, you see that? Which one did you see? I saw you did guys you see the, the black improv? version of Jaws? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one, God, that one was, was called so Catfish. Funny. Catfish. <laughs> it was like, and it was a giant fried catfish. That was still oh, coming after still people. Still alive. <laughs> so funny. What was the one uh, that we did Terminator 2? Keegan. Because mm-hmm. uh, Keegan and Jordan, Keegan Michael Key that. and Jordan Peele used to do the show. Like we started the show right before they got picked up for Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. Wow. But we did a Terminator 2 parody. Shit. And Keegan was the, the T-1000. <laughs> just watching so him funny. like do that shit on stage was so, just brilliant. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. And the amazing. effect was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, because exactly. he, he did. Yeah, and he, he Wayne Brady guest it. stars. Maya Rudolph is guest yeah. starred. Um, she and Cedric did By this. By the way, if you're friends with Wayne Brady, please tell him the work he does on Let's Make a Deal is outstanding. <laughs> outstanding. He should have... Every daytime Emmy they give out for that freaking right? show. Him and Jonathan and Tiffany Coyne and Kat Gray. Kat Gray won a couple Emmys for the music. But Tiffany is the uh, hostess that she's the, spins the, the letters and whatnot. Hold on. There's no letters they spin. <laughs> whatever, she opens the do. curtain. I don't pay attention to but they what all, she like, does. They all Just participate in like, the yeah. game. Yeah. It's so good. It's really kind of subversive what they've like been able to do in that it's, format. Because what you're watching is like, whose line is it anyway with prizes? Right. Yeah, and, but they're both like everyone's so good, like him yeah. and John, and everything's oh, yeah. fantastic. So please, they're brilliant. Tell them I think it's awesome. I'm a big fan of game shows, and that is probably the best one on TV right now because of his work. Oh, cool. Yeah, no. See, Wayne Wayne suffers the curse of early success. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know he became white famous yeah. first. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and became kind of a brand because he was friends right. with Joey you Fatone know. back in Orlando. Which we learned <laughs> yeah, from they, Joey Fatone on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so about, funny. It, like he took his job. I think like he they, was the werewolf. At, oh, at, and like, in some, the show, and then and when Joey, Joey, left, Joey left, and yeah, he got it. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so All funny. Guys. Um, now, you've also done an enormous amount of voiceover work. I mean, so more than we can ever talk about. Yeah. But uh, Green Lantern, I know, is... Ah, uh, yes, on Justice League. Un- mm-hmm. Unbelievable, man. That must be... <laughs> I mean, that just that that alone is like just such well, a huge deal. have a picture deal. just of every superhero that you've played <laughs> as like a headshot. Do I? I don't. You know, like, I, it's funny because I, I have one of like all the video game people... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I'm I I like adding to because I'm a comic book guy. Yeah. So like yeah. You're getting to play Green Lantern. Yeah. You know? And just recently on the Young Justice, I got to play Aquaman. Nice. You know? Wow. And uh, I did I did Gambit on uh, Wolverine and the X Men a few years back. <laughs> oh, nice. You know, for me that's yeah. like. Ah! Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, you do great work as Hermes on Futurama. Oh, well, thank you. You, <laughs> you have exceptional taste. It's <laughs> oh you know, so, so fun. Yeah. God, I mean, that, you want to talk about just the talent on that I mean, cast. that Billy West, oh. you, Maurice, LaBarge. Oh, I mean, Katie Seagal, Katie Seagal DiMaggio, just like Dave Herman. Like yeah. Dave, Dave is, is the, the sleeper on that show mm-hmm. because he's the guy who makes, like, the, the thing is really, really funny. It's really well written. But then Dave finds laughs in between all the laughs that are already there. Mm-hmm. 
You know, yeah. like there's a character he does, like a, a violent uh, robot called Roberto. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and there was just written. It's like, you know, like stabbing sound. It was just <laughs> what it said. Yeah. And Dave was like, ha ha! <laughs> like, who thinks to do yeah. that? <laughs> and like the writers just like you just see their eyes, like, oh. and so they just write that yeah. in now. Yeah. That is now like, there. You know, there have been rumors for years that there oh will be God. more Futurama. Is there something in the pipeline, or you don't know? There, you're open to it. Nothing that I know of. Okay. Although, actually, that's not true. The last thing was sort of a surprise for us. Uh, Chris Hardwick from Nerdist, mm-hmm. sure, like sort of basically made a new episode of Futurama happen mm-hmm. through sheer force of will. Wow! Like, because um, they were doing this Futurama game, and then he finagled this whole thing of like, hey, as part of the promotion for the game, yeah, do episode, why don't we yeah. do a, uh, an all audio episode of the show for my podcast? Mm-hmm. And so they did Radio Rama. Oh, oh cool. and they they just uh, last a uh, couple months ago put it out on the Nerdist mm-hmm. podcast. How did you cool see the stuff at Comic Con from for the the fans that did like a live version the live of Futurama? Action. Yeah, live action. Oh yes, Panorama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes, 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 yes. That Actually worked with uh, really the guy who impressive. worked on that. They yeah. built that set yeah. on a in a warehouse behind Loot Crate. Oh wow! How weird is that? Like uh, in the in the parking lot, like across the hallway from from where we are. Yeah, all That's actual so effects. Weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah, weird. they did a weird. really good job with that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It looked so yeah. good. It's like it looked Burgess. amazing. Crazy. Uh, now you and I did. Uh, I'd be remiss to not mention, mention this. Uh, you and I did play Arch Nemesis's Arch Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Arch Nemesis. Arch Nemesis. <laughs> you uh, you played Hawk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! See now I'm doing Roberto. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on uh, on That's big time rush it. for uh, yes. uh, for all of our uh, we did we did numerous episodes together I where know. you would have smoke bombs and you and throw skunks <laughs> remember the skunks? skunks you released a skunk into my office <laughs> all sorts of <laughs> weird stuff that we got to do together now on the superhero episode did you get a cape I did yeah, get did. a cape and I got to fly he which flew. is hands down the greatest thing that's ever <laughs> happened way, to me in I my life I was there <laughs> when they were filming the flying scene you on the screen yeah. and they were playing uh, the Superman music and they played greatest american hero music oh that's and so funny steven had a panic attack because he didn't know how to lay down on the thing right yep and he oh, started no. freaking out while start, they were doing the green screen filming because he would like they started going up in the air and he's like oh, oh and they oh, uh, were gonna fall off. yeah i thought i was gonna fall off because it, it felt yeah. like i was on a diving board that was gonna tilt forward and i was gonna just fall straight yeah. in i also oh, then you like, pulled through and they did it but fine I also but yeah it was like I love Nickelodeon, but numerous <laughs> times, numerous times for like stunts, they undervalued. Like, eh, they undervalued how heavy I was, <laughs> and so they would do something, or they would do something like, or they would. We only need one mat. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'd go like, uh, "All right, we're gonna throw a fish at your face right. uh, in this scene," and I'd go, "Okay," and then they would get a very heavy prop fish and whack me in the fucking nose with, with it a real with a real big rubbery giant oh heavy God. heavy fish and they you know the guy would whack me right in the fucking face one time we did a thing where uh, this is uh, hands down the most insane thing that's ever happened to me on a set uh, they uh, the uh, Scott fellows uh, mm. God bless him uh, was said uh, you're gonna get hit in the face uh, with um, uh, s- uh, six 
pies. It's going to be. <laughs> oh, we're going to hit you with six, six cream pies. They're going to hit you in the face with six cream pies. Okay. Every, all these kids have cream pies in their hands. They're all going to throw them at your face. At once? <laughs> at or, once. At once. Because okay. it's, a, it's a prank war, and I wander into the middle of the prank war, and then I get hit with six cream pies. Right. <laughs> I can and imagine so, fellas telling you. Yeah, that. so then they go, <laughs> all right, in this next bit, you're going to do a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he goes, hey, listen, uh, when we do this, uh, you, have a, uh, you have a choice. Uh, you can either have whipped cream. Uh, or you can have shaving cream. And I was like... Whipped cream, of course. I'm, I'm going to take whipped cream. Right. Of course. You know, why wouldn't you want whipped cream? Yeah. Did not think that it was 112 degrees out that day. <gasps> oh. And we did... Oh, rancid whipped cream. Side, we did six takes. <laughs> That's 10 pies per time. No, you said six pies. Oh, it was six pies, so we did 10... Six pies, we did 10 takes. Oh, okay. no. So 60, 60 cream, rancid cream rancid, pies at that point. <laughs> uh, where the milk had already gone oh, sour. Yeah. So oh. I'm getting so just hit with there. sour milk pies, mm -hmm. and I'm... Trying not to vomit on set, and they're putting <laughs> children. They're Sour taking they're taking lavender name. lavender uh, oil and p rubbing it in my nose, <laughs> like smelling inside salts. my nose, like so that I don't vomit because then I won't smell the horrible oh. smell. But everyone around me is like huh, the whole time. <laughs> Why would they like, just change the fucking shaving cream? And they had already made the pies. They already <laughs> made the pies. We have to use the pies now. Like oh it was, stay consistent. <laughs> it was a okay, fucking. That's, that's the corner not to cut. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna go bad, out on a limb here. Yeah, that was a bad. That was a bad move. It's fucking shaving cream. But yeah, they, that's yeah. They, they're uh, you know that Nickelodeon fascinating yeah. and strange uh, place to, <laughs> to work. That must have been yeah. that must have been crazy for you. I mean, did you know Scott already from Johnny Test or from anything else? Did no, I didn't them? know Scott. Although he hired a lot of VO people. Yeah, on camera. Tara Strong. Show. Yeah, Tara and, D uh, Baker. Yeah, um, Darren uh, Norris. Darren Norris. Lots of wonderful people. Yeah, yeah very very talented. People. And and, yeah. and uh, it's funny. I saw him like uh, three days ago. Oh huh. wow! Really? Yeah, Scott. Um, our kids go to the same school. Oh, oh. no way. Yeah. What? Well, what did you, are you? Are you going to work with him on Rocky and Bullwinkle? Because I heard not he's that I doing know. that. Is that? Oh, that uh, can yeah, be he's, animated. He's yeah, back to animation. He's doing animated Good Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, Good yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, one last question for you that I have. Um, you have an IMDb list that's about four hundred credits long. <laughs> so in there are probably some things that are not as big a hit as some of the things we've talked yeah. about. What is your favorite thing you've done that sort of has fallen by the wayside? That's sort of ignored. In oh, your the career? good ones. Um, I thought you were going to going the other direction. I love it. Or what is the thing you did that you're least proud of? I, I'd like well, to know that too. It's, see, it's weird because there's there's oh, a yeah. movie I worked on, and it's like one of the few you know times where I got a lead in a mm -hmm. film. You know, plus it was with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, whoa. You know, it was mm -hmm. actually Rodney's last movie. Oh, oh I know God. what you're talking about then. Yeah. And it's not yeah. good. Yeah. But it was a great, I mean, it was, it was me, you know, um, and Rodney, mm -hmm. and he co-wrote it. Yeah. You know, although he was sort of on his... Last. He, was, he was he was on his way because I think he died before it came out, didn't he? Or was he around for? I, I, don't, know if, I don't know if it ever came out. Okay, <laughs> but like it was to the point. It was where, like direct like, to video or something. I yeah, because I remember like they talk about it on Stern. Yeah, but. on set, you know, it was basically like, you know, they would start rolling and then yell his lines. Mm -hmm. You guys gotta get out of here. It's like yeah. all right, you know, you gotta, you guys gotta get out of here faster. You guys gotta get out of here faster. <laughs> Don't say the faster part. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's one of those. Okay. Although, shit. to his credit, mm -hmm. if you dropped a joke, mm -hmm. he knew that. 
Yeah. Wow. He, didn't, he didn't know he where the, the fuck part. he was, yeah. Yeah. but he knew if you fucked up one of his jokes. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And that to yeah. me was just amazing because, like, I mean, one, he was high, mm-hmm. you know, as a yeah. motherfucker the whole time. I remember. Uh, he's walking around in his bathrobe the whole time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is yeah. in his trailer. And I remember because Paul Rodriguez was on the movie, too. Mm-hmm. And Paul tried to, like, hang with Rodney. Yeah. And, you know, come back to set after a break. <laughs> Rodney was fine. Because you know, Rodney's you know, in his 80s. I mean, he's yeah. at, you know, functioning at a certain level, yeah. period. Yeah. Paul couldn't sit up straight in a fucking chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rodney was fine. Yeah. Like, That's you got amazing. smoked out by a 90-year-old? Oh, my yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, have you so ever... So what, what obscure credit do you, yeah. are you really proud of that we haven't oh, even God. heard of? That's, that's an interesting... Um, hmm. Um... What's the one, the, the, the one lost to the uh, the mists of yeah. time? Um, I don't know. I th- I think it might be that episode of Living Single. Because mm. Living Single okay. was like, I think, sort of yeah. liked at its time, but it's certainly not something that lives on in yeah. people's memories, you know, except for black people. It's like, oh, you, you played around in Living Single one time. <laughs> heavy D, I remember you. <laughs> um, but that was a really fun experience. I mean, because to me, it's actually less about how it turned out mm-hmm. than like the experience that I had, the memory sure. of it. I always, I always joke with friends that like, you know, they say the actor's nightmare is you, you, you find yourself in the middle of the stage naked and you don't know your lines. Mm-hmm. To me, the actor's nightmare is you're off shooting a movie for nine months in, you know, Bangladesh and it's the worst shoot. The, the, the director hates you and abuses you constantly. You lose a finger. Your wife leaves you. You have dysentery the entire time. Yeah. And then it becomes Titanic meets Avatar. You know, like... The hugest world, thing ever. It's the yeah. hugest yeah. thing ever. And right. for the rest of your life, you gotta, everybody reminds you of the worst experience yeah. of your, of your uh-huh. career. Hey, you were in that... <laughs> yeah, it's like the yeah. like what's the kid from uh, Phantom Menace? You know, yeah. oh, Jake God. Lloyd. Jake Lloyd for the rest of Jake his Lloyd. life. Like he's a mess he's, now. Yeah, he's, he's fucked for yeah. the rest of his you life. Know. But he probably had a good time. Um, and that's yeah. not what, like, unless he, 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 unless he was says, watching his performance as it went. That's yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. See? Sorry, Jake. What's um, sorry? Uh, have you uh, the next guy la- didn't do much better? Yeah. <laughs> right. We, we got to wrap things up, but before we do, just a couple really quick things before we wrap things up. Is it another have, song? Have you? Yes. <laughs> before we wrap things up, um, have have you ever had yourself removed from a? Have you ever ha- tried to remove yourself from the credits of a movie? Have you ever done yes. a movie that was so bad that you're like, I gotta, I can't be attached to this. I don't want there, people to there, know. There was a role. Um, you don't have to tell that, us what it was. But yes, you there, do. There, tell there, us yes, what it was. There was Please a role. Was. There was a role that I was offered, and. I told them I would not do it unless I was credited with a pseudonym. What's really? the pseudonym? Can we ask that? <laughs> Can you tell us off I'll the I'll tell air? you off the air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I just turned down a, a, something where they, it was real bad, and right. I said, um, and it, it didn't pay good, and it sucked. And, and I, <laughs> oh, wow, so the trifecta. It was bad. It was, everything everything about it was bad, and I, and, but it was like a friend of a friend of a friend that was making it, and I said, uh, I'll do it on the condition that I can have my name removed from it. Nice. And they were like, then no. Because like the whole point is we you. want your name. Yeah, we want your. We want you. We to want be a Pigeon Toady in the movie. Like, yeah, no, right. that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> However, I did do. Um, uh, hang on. Uh, and the, well, <laughs> you 
You all right? Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great podcast right there. Mike Black's falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, God bless. God bless you, Mike Black. You wow. I was at the comedy store holiday party last night. What time night did you leave last night? I got home around four. Ah, <laughs> See, Jesus That's amazing. Because yeah. I've done that, yeah. but I've we, never watched someone else do it. Yeah. We, we just sat. We just sat. We all stopped and just watched your face hit the microphone. Yeah. Like, I wanted to hear. It's like, are we going to hear the thump? Yeah. Are we going to hear the thump? <laughs> What's oh, funny is you guys crazy. kept talking while it was happening. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, oh, like, no. when my no. eyelash hit the phone, <laughs> I was like, oh, I know what's happening. And these bastards kept talking the whole time and allowed it to happen. Damn it. That's so funny. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Very well, unprofessional. We you can fall asleep right. anytime near me. Very it's unprofessional. Fine. I love you, buddy. Um,. Uh, there was a movie uh, that we can, and uh, I feel bad saying it because um, we're we're both in it, <laughs> you and I. Uh, but one? I I did not know that you were in it. But Is that I, the same one with Ed Asner. Uh, yeah, and okay. Asner's in it. Um, it and I I, I, I took myself off of it on IMDb like I removed myself wow from that's movie. not easy to do no I uh, uh, because they had lied to me about the movie about who was making the movie they lied to me <laughs> about who uh, who I was playing in the movie and uh, what and and like showed me what? animatics, like showed me artwork that wasn't from the movie. So no I was like, way. Oh, well, I was like, well, then I don't, I don't feel yeah, like I should have fraud. to be yeah. credited for mm-hmm. for this thing. Since um, I, I, you can credit me for the movie I thought I was doing. Yeah, that you told yeah. me I was doing. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be yeah, put me in the IMDb yeah. for that one. Um, the movie was called Cargo. <gasps> oh, that one. <laughs> and here's the thing: is though the guy that made the film mm-hmm. is a big was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, in the in the world, so they, he has a lot of friends right. in the mm-hmm. industry, and that is a different thing. I don't know. I, w- I didn't. I had never worked with him, so I didn't know. Oh, him. Okay. Okay. But uh, I know that a lot of people are, are in that movie. Like right. you look at the cast list, and it's like star, 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 star. But the way that they had sold it to me, oh, that's was a, a total. And it, it wasn't so. It was sold to my agent that way. Like they went to my agent, and they were like, "This is a big movie. That's a. It's a." Mm-hmm. a uh, like a big indie thing that's going to be really cool and this is the guy who's doing it and this is the studio and then I got there and I was like this is being produced by the Asylum the right. same guys who did mm-hmm. like La Valanchula and I was like I can't fucking <laughs> this is the guys who did Sharknado shit. yeah and I was like I'm not I'm, 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 I'm out so you I, know I knew uh, what I was getting because I, I know Dave Latt from mm-hmm. Before Sharknado, yeah, like so, I I went in thinking Sharknado. I'm like, oh, this is actually much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't tell, and you know, maybe that's like a, I don't know if I was being a shithead for for or, no no, I no. Just if, know that if you're you being had, sold you a false bill of goods, all, that's, all I know is yeah. that my agents were pissed off after right. after it was finished. Mm-hmm. Like then they found out, and then they 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 helped kind of remove me from the no. From see the that's movie. that's the thing. Like you can't it's, come to people. Promise them and something claim, and, and give them something. Yeah, and claim, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it was like, hey, could you do this favor on this little thing yeah. that we're doing? And right. I knew who it was. And like, yeah, you know okay. what you're getting into. Yeah. Sometimes that happens where people, like, I always feel like you should be as upfront about stuff like that as you can be. Right. Because... You know, but sometimes people just say "fuck it" and they just do it because they're doing somebody a favor, yeah. or because they're trying to like you know expand. So they want to do something, something fun. Different. Sometimes they're right. like, yeah. or they're like, yeah. "Oh, 
we saw that this put like Tara Reid back in people's minds or whatever. Totally. And then you're like, oh, I'll do it because it's like a campy thing right. and I don't even... It's oh, going to yeah. be easy. And doing whatever, a yeah. live action, doing a live action too. That's different. That's different. Yeah. Like there's, there's certain, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, that's a hard, that was a weird one. Did you, you ended up recording and then. I recorded, I wow. recorded and oh, then. that's a bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then I was like, experience. what is going on? What, what happened? Although here? I do have to say that, you know, I'm at the age now and have been doing it long enough that your threshold for bullshit just drops <laughs> sure. continuously. Yeah. yeah. You know, because like when you're young and you're like, okay, you just want everybody to be happy and impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I no longer give a shit if you're happy. <laughs> so you yeah. wouldn't yeah. come back and that. be Mr. T's gymnastics student again? <laughs> no. no. Well, I get I get that. So you're saying that the older well, that you've gotten, like, the more like that you're if, just if, like, If you hey, go well. in, like if somebody says, you know, like, hey, they're going to do this, and this like that, that yeah. thing. Yeah. And then you get in there and you're like, like in the old days, I would have like, Oh, they told me it was something else, and well, I guess I, sh- I said I was going to be here. Like my very they first thing like I did after guys. I got back from college was a um, community theater production in Altadena, right? Mm-hmm. Called A Dog's Life. Okay, I was the dog. <laughs> sure. And every day I would drive the forty minutes to rehearsal, and I would just go. I mean, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was as bad as it sounds. It was actually worse. It was but even worse. Did that yeah. prepare you for then playing the brown dog on Clifford? Uh, n- <laughs> no, it didn't. It, it prepared me for nothing. Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it was torture. Uh-huh. The the play was bad. The direction was terrible. Like apparently, this community theater was just where the people of Altadena put their elderly parents okay. instead of homes. <laughs> yeah, so it was all old people. <laughs> and like the cast that I was part of was bad. Yeah. Then they all left. Yeah. And were replaced by people even worse. And oh. every day I would drive there and like, I'm not getting paid. They yeah, don't know where I live. I can just turn around. You can just leave. Yeah. Like, yeah, who cares? But I'm like, no. You... And I remember saying this to myself. You made a commitment. And when this is all said and done, you're going to be glad you stuck to your word. <laughs> oh. And, and you're the, wrong. <laughs> the minute the curtain came down on that last performance, I'm like, I should have turned the fuck around. <laughs> Damn it. I just, that, that was six weeks of my life. You're I like, never get Phil back. Lamar lied to me. That motherfucker <laughs> yes, lied to me. Did. Phil Lamar is a lying motherfucker who lied to Say me. Say what again? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I that's did, the I, I did like a, the bullshit that you tell. Also, I think your bullshit detector gets a lot stronger. Yes. Yeah. Older. Yes. Because yeah. you see it coming. Yeah. yeah. You're like, no, I'm not. You're paying me in cheese nips, aren't you? I'm, exactly. I'm not getting and when you're young, yeah. you don't see it until after it's done. <laughs> right. Hey, they took my pants. There's and they yeah. just stuffed <laughs> things up my ass. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> that is not okay. There's warning signs, too. Like, if somebody says, uh, we're filming an act in California, you go, oh, well, yeah, yeah right. no, that's yeah, not, exactly. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. I'm not going to act in California. No. Or they go, hey, we're going to, we're shooting in Sun Valley today. You go, ooh, <laughs> yeah. no, no I, see, I, I don't know. That one they slip past you because they're like, oh, you're going to be acting in the movie. You're like, oh, oh I'm going to be <laughs> oh, acting in a movie. You're like, no, no, it's in acting. Acting, That's right. what you're doing. Acting is where the movie is. We, we, <laughs> it's funny I, you call each other up to and you, is it okay if what do you think Does if this they sound, right if they have like the director's roommate drive me out to modesto yeah. at two oh in the morning God. does, does that, that seem right because yeah. i don't know See, that's the thing that's... young actors out there don't call each other when that happens right yeah. call yeah. someone old yeah, yeah. call yeah. someone who knows better yeah absolutely 100 percent yeah um 
Oh my god! And if oh, you we, don't, uh, we're sorry. You got murdered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Modesto. Just real quick, a horrible yeah. place. You'll to end die. up. You'll end up seeing it on my social media, and then you can laugh about it. Uh, there was a, a a tech company that hired me and paid me like a nice amount of money to come out to uh, Acton, California, <laughs> <laughs> to be in a commercial. And the and the reason that I said yes was because the cast was uh, Paul. Uh, the Paul Lieberstein, mm. the cre- the the director of right, The right. Office, right, who right. played Toby on The right, Office. Right. Um, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Stanley. Oh, um, okay. Uh, Leslie David Baker. Right. And uh, the lady that played Meredith. Oh, oh so like a whole. Yeah. So it was The thing. Office reunion. Nice. And, okay. And me With and you. this and this Asian girl and and she was playing the camera woman and I was playing the boom operator. Okay. And, and we were like a fake news team mm-hmm. interviewing them out right. there, right? So I was like, oh wow, this is gonna be so great. I get out there and uh and and they they someone drove me out there, like a mm-hmm. PA drove me out okay. there because mm-hmm. I I was like, I'm not driving to act and I right. suck at right. driving. So we get out <laughs> yeah. there. He might not get there if he has to we, drive. We yeah. get there. It, we're in the middle of absolute nowhere, and uh, and we we pull up, and they go, uh, okay, uh, real quick little announcement before we get started. Uh, as you can already tell, it's like eight, seven eight o'clock in the morning. It's already hot out. Uh, it's gonna hit about hundred and fourteen by oh by lunchtime. So yeah. keep a lot of sunscreen on you. Also, this area is totally infested with rattlesnakes and, <laughs> and scorpions. Oh, so Jesus. do not leave uh, anything on the ground and do not leave your trailer door open. Also, the uh, AC in the trailers uh, just broke uh, about <laughs> an ago. But this is not a joke. They go, uh, but it will get replaced. It will get fixed. We have a guy coming out. It's going to take him about an hour to get here, but it'll get fixed. Uh, we have water. We do not have a medic on set. What? Um, he, he canceled last minute. So so, guys, just be really careful of everything. And uh, and uh, here here are your scripts. And they hand us the scripts. And I look. And, and that's I, the last time Stephen I, saw his left foot. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I started going through the script. I go, I don't have any fucking dialogue. Like I have no lines in this. And they go, Oh yeah, you're you're the sound guy. You're just pretending to be the sound guy, and you're gonna take social media pictures for us all day because of your social media following. And I go. What the fuck are you talking? And they're saying this in front of like Paul Lieberstein. Yeah. Oh my god! And I am mortified. And I'm like, now we're all in trouble because uh, they run out of water an hour oh. into the shoot. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then they deliver lunch to the set, and they forget to tell the cast that lunch is there, so they don't get the none of us get food. What? So. Oh my god. And then they finally send me home at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I get. A mile, two miles away from from my front door, and um, they call and say we need you to come back to the set. And the PA who drove me was like, "I gotta take you back," and drove <laughs> all the way back to Acton, California, for another hour and a half, two hours oh to get me back God. out there. And then I get to the set, and the director goes, "Oh no, he's wrapped. We don't need him." <laughs> so they just Jesus. wrote me. They just they just sent me a box. Full of like all the stuff I'm supposed to post and do stuff for them, and I literally wrote like, them, and I was nope. like, "I don't give a fuck about your company. You guys are <laughs> awful. You are the worst." And we've all talked about it since, like how shitty that set oh was. But I was like, "I will post you. You literally are gonna have to write up and send me what to post. I will copy and paste it. That's yeah. it." Because right. if, yeah. if you leave it up to me my, to post, right? I'm giving you no it. creativity. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we got to we got to wrap. Um, hey, how do people find you on the internet? Um, 
at Philomar on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, at Goblins Animated at um, Instagram, and um, yeah, Goblins, Goblins Animated, animated Goblins. Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Right? Indiegogo. Absolutely. Indiegogo. Yeah, exactly. and please, and we'll link to it so people can see it. <laughs> at... <laughs> I, I saw oh, my throat. I fall asleep. Matt, where can people find you? You can uh, find links to everything at funnymat.com or if you're upset with me for some reason, please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Absolutely. Mike Black, where can people get you? At Mike Black Attack on all social media. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to check out the Nighttime Show podcast uh, on iTunes and uh, iHeartRadio, everywhere else that uh, that the show airs. Uh, subscribe, uh, share, and, uh, and and get over to that Indiegogo campaign and donate, donate, donate. We love you so much. Thanks a lot. Phil, you're the fucking coolest. Thank, Thank you, ya. man. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye. Good night.